Welcome to another episode of Adding Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Serena.Ryan. This is episode 100. Yeah, a little bit excited. The power of documenting. Oh my goodness. In preparation for this week's episode, being the triple digits, I went back and listened to where it all began, episode one. It's been pretty emotional and it's taken me a little while to be able to even get in the zone to record this episode. I talk about in many of these episodes of being raw and real and a tad messy. This is all my lived experience. I'm not a financial advisor or an accountant. I am sharing all of my lived experience with regards to budgeting and getting myself out of debt and rewriting my financial future because I saw a gap in the market for people to share these stories that aren't financial advisors and experts that are hiding what their debt and financial status is. And yes, it is private. I don't expect that everyone shares it. That's not the point. But when no one shares it, we don't realize the negative impact that has on our well-being. And overwhelmingly, as I listened to episode one, I started to get a realization of the significance of the power of documenting. I state in episode one, and if you haven't already listened to it, I do recommend you go back and have a listen, that if only one person was impacted by this podcast, I would feel that this was a success. And that's amazing. Now, several thousand downloads later, I'm in awe of people's reaction, reaching out to me and keeping me going no matter what. But overwhelmingly, that one person whose life has been changed because of this podcast is me. And everyone else is an amazing bonus. You see, a public accountability and this recording is something that has kept me on track. That in itself has meant that I no longer have credit card debt. It now means that I understand how I can budget with what I have. I can earn more, but I don't have to. And that distinct difference, instead of on this treadmill to earn more, to spend more, to service debt and the constant pressure of not really knowing where I was at and fear of things not working, it is relieved. Has it gone completely? No, because that's something that was a part of my life for decades. And I recognize now the signs, having awareness of those triggers, having awareness of getting to know my numbers so that I have more confidence makes a difference. And the interesting thing about me sharing all of this is not because you have to do how I've done it. In fact, I encourage you to not do it the way I've done it. I want you, anyone listening, to sit in a space of awareness of what it is you want in your life and help that be the lens on which you make your decisions. And 
it looks different to everyone in their own circumstances. And that's what I want to stress. We can have this assumption that everyone should be doing it the same way. And I don't see that that's necessary. I do see that it's important to consider what it is you want. And sometimes if we don't know, if we're in a state of stress and we're not sure and we go to experts, there should be an opportunity to have breathing space and access to free resources to get clarity on those things and to understand what our options are and not just assume we have to pay for advice and not just assume that there aren't any options. Over the last four years, my constant learning and reading books and listening to podcasts and particularly in this episode, I'm not going to necessarily talk about all of those. I want this podcast episode, episode 100, to be the catalyst in which you go and listen to the other episodes of this podcast, read the show notes and decide which podcast you want to listen to. I share a lot about the books I've read and the journey I've been on. The important part of that is that I've built my own confidence to ask questions and get clearer on what I want. And if someone gives me advice, such as I do go see an accountant regularly and I do see a financial advisor, I don't hesitate to keep asking questions until I understand them. See, when I first started this podcast, episodes one, two, and three talked about holding those experts accountable and finding a good one. And as I'm at episode 100, I can define a good one as the one that you understand. They're all amazing, but I also believe that the advice they give will be based on the questions and the information that you provide. So in fairness, there's no right or wrong aspect. Yes, you should check that they've actually got a qualification, sure. But beyond that, it's about having that understanding and that relationship of getting each other that is important. And amazing people are set up for success when you have the confidence to advocate for yourself. And if you're not sure how to do that, access resources to help you. And in my case, I have read a lot of books and listened to podcasts. And in the process of learning and connecting with people over social media, because social media is somewhere I hang out a lot, in a business sense, and I've discovered by researching people who are known in those spaces around financial education, I have discovered even more resources. So something I want to share in this episode is how far I've come from being afraid to talk about money and being in debt and getting myself out of debt and self-educating essentially to get better with money and gaining that confidence. I have discovered on this journey what I want to do with regards to financial understanding and supporting others. And this year I have started studying to become a financial counsellor. In Australia, we have the Financial Counselling Australia uh, group and it is an amazing resource and there is training available to help you help others who 
have got financial challenges. They might be in debt stress or they might not be sure on what to do with regards to budgeting. It's not about telling people what to do. What I love about it, it's about helping people be informed to make better decisions to advocate for themselves. And little did I know when I started this podcast 99 or so episodes ago that that was exactly what I wanted to do. I just didn't know that there was a job out there to do it. I started a podcast with a hope to help more people and now I see through studying and becoming a certified financial counsellor I can help people in a professional sense as well. It's an incredibly exciting time. I will put a link to Financial Counselling Australia in the notes so you can learn a bit more about who they are and what they do. It's something that is talking to my heart and the opportunity of impact. Now, in the four years of doing this podcast, I have taken stock take of how things have gone. Important things I want to point out. My goodness, I've stumbled more than once with this podcast in four years. I've had two significant breaks. And those two significant breaks, the first one was when I was on the verge of burnout and the second lockdown of my local area. I realized that if I kept trying to keep up with running my business and homeschooling my children, something had to give and I didn't want it to be my own health. So I stopped recording podcast episodes. I knew my sleep was more important at that point in time. And with kindness and love, I decided to start recording again. And I'm so glad I did because literally <laughs> a week after I started re-recording my podcast episodes, I was asked to be on the 7.30 report and to talk about mortgage stress and the challenges of it. And that is an amazing opportunity that came out of this podcast to help people see and hear from someone going through the challenges of balancing a budget and running a family and a household. I continued successfully recording the podcast again in 2022, right up until I got sick. I was bedridden for two weeks and I had to stop the podcast. It took me a little while to recover. And that meant that I had a break of around eight weeks of the podcast for a second time. But I started recording again. And in that time, I didn't lose my budgeting opportunities. I didn't lose the plot completely. I didn't suddenly gain all my debt back. I gained more confidence consistently through recording the episodes. And now, in four years, I have recorded... Here we are, 100 episodes. I say it repeatedly in this podcast. It is messy recording. It is messy cleaning up money mess. And when you're someone who hasn't paid attention to budgeting in their personal life, it is something that doesn't come natural. And I want to say it's okay, but if we can do better, if we can see that by doing little changes consistently, they add up to big differences. I can say excitingly, when I started this podcast, I had 
May 2019, reduced my debt by $6,000. And that was without increasing my personal budget. By December 2019, I had reduced my debt by $11,200 and had $3,046 left on my third and final credit card. My target was to have no more credit cards by June 2020. And as of April 2020, I achieved the goal of getting rid of the credit cards and reducing my debt by $17,507.54. As of March 2023, I've reduced my debt by $47,097.54. It's important to note that as of March 2022, I started to readjust my budget. And that was reallocating based on changing my circumstances. And I think that's an important note. As I've reduced the debt, I've started to reallocate the money to start to plan more for things that I want in my future. I don't really want to talk about that in great depth in this podcast because that borders on talking about things that go into the realm of financial advice, which is not what this podcast is about. The focal point for me is to help through my lived experience to see what is possible when you focus on having a better budget for your circumstances, learning how to do little things that can help you live within your means and do it in a way that doesn't cause as much pain as you think it might. In my past, it had me stressed a lot. So episode 101, it will be coming in a few weeks time date will be set soon. I will do some special episodes in between now and when 101 comes. Call them teasers to give you an idea of what is coming. I will be interviewing people not to give professional advice but rather to share money stories that can help inspire you to be informed and educated to ask better questions and take charge of your own financial future. Till then, stay amazing and know you've got opportunities to do better with what you have.